I'm Luke. And I'm Ollie. And I've been a sports tragic since I was a young fella. And I've been lucky enough to work in sports administration. And now love watching my two young boys participate and watch lots of different sports. And I'm Ollie and I am a total sports nut and love watching and playing all sports. Alright, we're here for another episode of One Hand, One Bounce. I've got Oliver with me. Hi, listeners. There's a lot to get through today, Oliver. We've been just over a week since we recorded our last episode and there's been a lot happening in sport. Yeah, there has. So we're going to get through a bit today. To start things off, the Tassie Sports Fact of the Week. Drum roll, please is David Foster, champion woodchopper from Tasmania, uh, from the Latrobe region. He has held the World Woodchopping Championship title for 21 consecutive years. Wow. This is going back a few years ago now, but he, uh, so I'm not sure what the final tally was, but he certainly held it for 21 years straight and is Australia's most successful athlete in terms of championships. And they believe he's possibly the only athlete in any sport in the world to win over 1,000 titles in his sport. Pretty remarkable achievement. (laughs) Yeah. David Foster, he's um, in his 60s now, um, has also raised a fair bit of money for charity in Mm. in the last uh, part of his career and become mates with um, another champion Tasmanian sports person in David Boone. So there you go. So David Foster, champion woodchopper. All right, so moving on to some sports news through the week. So last weekend we had some rugby internationals going on. Yeah. The Wallabies, unfortunately, we talked about it uh, in the previous episode. Yeah, we did. They were coming into a match against Wales. And and they they lost in a nail-biter kick after the... 80 minutes in the 82nd minute to lose by a point. One point. Devastating. But that's okay. It was a, it was a better performance at least. Yeah. And there was some talk about the refereeing wasn't really yeah. up to scratch, but that's okay. Um, also, there was another nail-biter with England in a similar scenario, getting over the top of <laughs> South Africa with a penalty go in the 80th minute. The nail-biter week. Yeah. One pointer again, and also what could be seen as an upset France. Yeah, New Zealand lost to France. Yeah, but France have had a few decent results against New Zealand over the last few years. So, yeah, they've um, had the wood on them a little bit, you might say. (laughs) So that's in rugby news, and moving on to some motorsport. The V8s we saw um, go around last weekend. Yes, Sham Van Gisbergen winning the only race on because the other one was cancelled because of wild weather. Oh, that's right, in Sydney. In Sydney. Yeah. And so there's only one round to yeah. go. He's Next got week a, is Bathurst. He's got a big lead, and, yeah, their last last wow. round is the Bathurst yeah. round. So that'll be exciting to see. And we must make a correction. We got it slightly wrong in terms of the Formula One standings. 
Max Verstappen actually has the lead over Lewis Hamilton. By 8 points, 353.5 points to 361.5 points. So very slender lead and they've got two races to go. So this weekend they're not racing, but the next two weekends are their last yeah. races in Saudi Arabia and, and the uh, UAE, I think the yeah, last Abu round is. Abu Dhabi. Abu Dhabi, the last round. So that'll all be happening over the last couple of weeks. So yeah. that could be very exciting finish to the season mm-hmm. and the last race could decide probably will decide the title mm. and also the nbl blitz has been going on yeah um the jack jumpers had a really successive um blitz winning two out of the four or five games yeah the they did have a bit of a blowout loss to, um, was it Perth, I think? Yeah. Um, by 30 points, but their other performances have been quite good. Getting their second win and their second win over Cairns last night. Yeah. The last evening. And the NBL season proper starts... On the 3rd of December. Yeah, so next the... Next Friday. The Jack Jumpers open the series or open the tournament. Against the Bullets. Against the Bullets here at... My State Bank Arena, the yeah. the newly developed um, old Derwin Entertainment Centre. Mm-hmm. So that's very exciting for, yes, it for is. basketball in Tasmania. Tasmanian basketball. Yep. And sticking with round ball sports in soccer, we've had a few good results in the last week for our team Chelsea. Yes. They got Two it, good wins. They got it done over Juventus in the Champions League, 4 0. So they're leading the table in their group. Juventus are on the same number of points. There's only one game to play and both teams will get through um, from that group. But, yeah, very commanding performance to win 4-0. In the running for the title again after they won it last year. They are, that's right. and Well, this year, actually. Well, exactly. But last, last season. Last season, yes. And the uh, young defender, Trevor Chalaba, got another goal. He's mm. been scoring a bit this season. Um, bit of a nickname that we've now got for you. Because uh, we, your mum and I sometimes get your, your brother and you mixed up with your name. So you, you do get called Cholliver a little bit. Because um, Charlie and Oliver, so Cholliver. Now being called Trevor. Now, and Cholliver sounds a bit like Chalaba. So we'll run with Trevor Chalaba. So we'll just call you Trevor. How about that? Nah. No? Stick to Ollie? Yes. Righto. And there's a big game this weekend in the Premier League. So Chelsea are on top. And yeah. they play Manchester United. Oh, that's big. So that's an evening game, Sunday night UK time. So it's actually Monday morning our time. But it's a 3.30 oh. start. So we might yeah. we might just miss it. I'd say. Yeah, because otherwise it would finish like 6.30. Yeah. And I think we did cover last episode, but the Socceroos um, status, I, I did a bit more investigation on the scenario with the four games to play in the Asian um, World Cup qualifying yeah. group. They, um, yeah, they're one point behind Japan in third mm. and they uh, have crucial games against Saudi Arabia and Japan. No. Well, they could probably... I think they beat Saudi Arabia, but... And the good news is Saudi Arabia and Japan do play each other again. Oh, that's good. And if the Socceroos happen to finish third, then they'll play the third place in the other group in Asia, 
but it's instead of it used to always be a two legged playoff, a home mm. and away. Yeah. It's the FIFA have changed it to a once off match on neutral territory. So where I wonder where it will they be haven't there. announced yet. I think the draw was actually happening in the next couple of days for yeah. for that, and then they they haven't actually decided just yet who. So when those two play off, then yeah. they play off again to, against aside from another yeah. conference. Speaking of soccer, um, the Matildas are playing right now against the USA on home soil. The first time against USA at home since the 2000 Olympics, <laughs> we heard on the radio this morning. Yeah. And that's, um, yeah, rematch after the third place playoff at the Tokyo Olympics. Yeah. Hmm. And in more local sports news, um, we mentioned last episode the Point to Pinnacle running yeah. event. So That happened on Sunday. Sunday last week, so I competed in that and there was a, a really good crowd went in the event and a great yeah great weather for the uh, event um we did do a special episode on that so if um you're keen to understand what happened on the day and um we did a couple of interviews you interviewed me mm-hmm. and i interviewed a p- few people that competed so there's a special episode available now to listen and hear about the event and speaking of running events we've got you and i are competing next yes, weekend in the Bruni Ultra. That's right. So tell our listeners what that event entails. So that is um ultra marathon. So you can do it in a relay, uh, yeah, relay or individual. So it goes from one end of Bruni Island, from Dens Point. Yeah, to all the way down to the lighthouse at the southern tip. Yep, yeah, the Bruni, so it's sixty four k's. 64 k. so yeah. you're going to run the whole 64? No. So and, how does it work um, well, if you do a relay? There's probably good numbers, about five people, and it's a relay, so you run two kilometre stints and you run 12 or 14 kilometres each, so you're six or seven five. Yep. stints. Yeah. So you and I competed last year. I think I've done maybe six... Brunies, and you made your debut last year, mm-hmm. and you managed to take home our special little trophy that we're sitting in the seeing yeah. in the corner there. One more week of it. The Bruni bog. We must actually remember to take that with us. Yeah. Um, we must not forget to take that. So, anyway, so that's happening next weekend. We'll um probably record a, a bit of audio from down there, and and maybe even do a special episode mm-hmm. on the the Bruni Ultra. So yeah. that'll be good. And moving on now to cricket. So mm-hmm. talk us through what's happening in the WBBL. Well, today there is a final. The Scorchers versus um, the Strikers at Optus Stadium, 7-10 tonight, and it will be a good game after the Strikers winning two finals in a row. Yeah, they've come from the clouds a little bit. Yeah. Who's your tip they tonight? They fourth. Ah, uh, Scorchers. Scorchers, you With reckon? Mooney and Divine, like yeah. the short and weight of the BBL. <laughs> yep, good analogy. Yeah, it's, they're quite hard to break. Like, the partnership is, yeah. yeah. They bat well together. Especially being at home at Optus. Yeah, and talk us through some of the highlights in the last week. Um, we saw a few good performances. Yeah, Vila- Elise Villani with 100. Yep. Yeah. 
That was in the last um, weekend of matches, I think. Yeah. And then last day. And then during the week with the um the yeah. the two finals. Well. And what yeah. were the finals called again? There was. The. Eliminator. Yeah, and the. The challenger, Avenger. I think. Yeah. Moving on about the finals, we'll talk about the um eliminator first, and this is also my sports moment moment of the week. Amanda Jade Wellington taking best WBBL figures of all time, five for eight. Wow. Four best overs. of all time, was that? Mm-hmm. There but you go. The next best was three or four for seven. Best as in most wickets or most economical? Most economical and wickets combined. Oh, okay. Very good. And in men's domestic cricket... Tassie have done the double-double against WA, winning over in Perth, the Shield and the Marsh One Day Cup, and then back home in Tassie winning the Shield and the Marsh One Day Cup with a convincing win with two overs to spare nearly, chasing down 295 Oof. last night. Decent run, Chase. Yeah. Who with a good performance? Um, ben McDermott, 133. Of 140, Matt Crite 55 off 70, and then Tim David, pretty much already playing the BBL for the Hurricanes in his debut, 36 off 23. So two wickets as well, two for 25. Nice little cameo at the end just yeah. to seal the victory. And get ready for BBL in you the did, coming days. He did bat like a BBL innings, didn't he? Yeah. So you and your brother Charlie saw a couple of hours of the cricket yes. after school mm-hmm. and WA got off to a bit of a flyer, didn't yeah. they? one for 160-something, though. Yeah, were. and then when you got home or to your um, to your grandparents' house, then uh, Tassie started to take some wickets and, yeah. and pegged them back. And at one stage, they um, early on looked like they will get well over 300. Yeah. And then... Halfway through, and we started taking some wickets. Look like maybe two fifty. We might keep them yeah. to and say two ninety five was um was sort of a pretty good score to keep yeah. them to, and or two ninety four. Sorry, and yeah. then like you say, we we yeah chased it down really well with Ben McDermott leading the way. Yeah, and in the shield game, we went on both day one and day four. That's right. Yep. And mm-hmm. that's right. So we, um, yeah, we day, saw day WA we... dominate, dominate on in the second half of day one. And and on day four, we were down at Junior Blaster at Kangaroo Bay. Yeah, Charlie's cricket. Charlie's cricket, and um, we were watching the scores, and Tassie needed sixty yeah. or so to get, and the rain was just starting to come, and so we were contemplating whether we we drive over, and we did, and we got to see the last um, forty or fifty runs. Yeah. And Tazzy, get up. Tiger screen, Oliver. Yes. Who was the hero today? I'm not sure, really. There wasn't really one. Who got all the way once? No one. Jill got 16. Silk, 79, not out. Uh, I think that's before he hit that four, so 83, yeah, not so out. Sad, Lawrence Neil Smith, our man, 25, not out. Yeah. Solid. Ben McDermott, 40. Charlie Wakem, 37. Caleb Jewell, 60. Tim Ward, 42. Yeah. The openers did well in both innings, didn't they? Yeah. 
Uh, very good win by the Tigers. And our man, Lawrence Newell-Smith. Yeah. 25 and, not out. Yeah. That was clearly the difference, not Jordan Silk's 80 not out. Yeah, um, clearly. Neil Smith just wasted down the order. He should be up at number three. I yeah, think. well, he did bat at number three once <laughs> because he was not watchman three times in the first two matches. Back down to number eight at the moment. And just on, um, you mentioned Tim David before. So yeah. um, we also saw, so he made his um, domestic debut for Tassie and also yeah. Bradley Hope, mm-hmm. um, both out of WA. but Both we were... getting wickets and Bradley Hope. Hitting the winning runs. That's right. And we were talking to Sam Lanebird just mm-hmm. earlier and, and he said, um, yeah, Tim David, that was actually his debut in domestic cricket because he, in, sorry, one day or shield format because yeah. he's played plenty of big bash now, mm. but hadn't actually played for WA, um, Rainey didn't think, so. I think he has, like in 2017, 18. I'll oh, maybe. That up. Yeah, a few years ago now. Um you have to check on that and then let Rainey know if he was right or wrong. Yeah. And, and um, moving on. Talking to, about Big Bash. Yeah. yeah you've um, got a bit of a preview to give yeah, us. So Big Bash starts next Sunday. The Stars and the Sixers, Hurricanes, start on the 8th. But I just wanted to give a little preview to some of the signings. Yeah. So Talk us through them. To start for the Strikers, they've got George Garton. Still got Rashid Khan, and I don't know who the third international is. I think they've only got two. But they've got George Garden, and they've signed Farmer Ahmed, 39, I'm pretty sure. Yeah, OK. But they've lost Niza, and after that, moving on to the Heat, Niza is now playing for the Heat. Yeah. Which is big, because obviously he plays for Queensland. Yeah. And um, there's a lot of English domestic cricketers with Ben Duckett and... Some Tom, I think it's Tom Abel, both signing for the Heat. And then our Hurricanes, we've got Joel Paris. Yeah, out um, of WA, left arm, yeah. quick, yeah. Harry Brook, who's a English all-rounder from Yorkshire. Okay, so and we've, who did we have last year, the Englishman? Will Jacks. Will Jacks, so Brooks effectively replaced yeah. him. Yep. And then we've also got Jordan Thompson, who I'm pretty sure is a bowler again from Yorkshire. Okay. So, and also and, we've got Sandeep Labnashane. Yeah, okay. And other than that, our squad's pretty settled. With, yeah. Uh, the likes of Darcy Shaw, Matt Wade, Tim David we mentioned. Peter Hanscom. Peter Hanscom, Ben McDermott, of um, course. We signed Tom Rogers. Tom Rogers. Nathan Ellis, Scott Boland. Riley Meredith. Mm-hmm. Um, Mitch Owen, mm-hmm. our boy. Caleb Jewell. Sorry. Caleb Jewell, Mac Wright. Yeah, that's... So pretty settled yeah. side just with the internationals uh, swapping around. Yep, mm-hmm. I'm sorry, keep going. And um, moving on to the Renegades, that there's been a bit of activity between the Melbourne sides. Nick Madison is playing for the Renegades and now he's their captain. Yeah, Aaron Finch has stepped aside. He, I read that he wanted to... Uh, step aside before he sort of uh, retires in the next few years so that yeah. he could help um, support a younger captain mm. coming through. He, he wanted to make sure there was a succession plan there. He didn't want to be captain right until he retired yeah, and, and, and then, then no one else yeah. having experience. So um, just um, 
yeah, interesting that that, that happened to go yeah. to Madison, who's just come across yeah. from the stars. And um, Zahi Khan, also from the stars, joining the gates. Yeah. They've also got the likes of Reese Topley and Muhammad Nabi for internationals. And also, one more is um, Um Unmarked Chad, the first Indian... Can you say that again? Unmarked Chad, the first ever Indian to play BBL. Yes, because generally the... Well, not generally, yeah. but the, the Indian cricket board don't allow their yeah, players to play They do play allow the BBL. women because they're... Yeah. Especially this year, I think there was like eight or nine women. There was a lot of women, which is good to see. But, yeah, they don't allow the Indian players. But this particular player's decided he won't be eligible to play for India anymore and decided to come out and play. Actually, I think this year or last year moved to the USA to play cricket. Yeah. Not a massive cricket country, but I guess they've got competition. Remind me in a a minute, um, we will talk about the USA in the women's cricket, but keep going here. Um, Moving on to the stars, they've got Joe Burns from the Heat, that's a bit surprising. Um, Picked up a Tasmanian from King, I think he's from Kingston, my Hobart, Bo Webster from the Skades and Case Armoured, who I think they've got us back for getting (laughs) Sandy Blamish. That's right, there's been a swap there. Spin swap. And our man Sam Rainbird mm. in for the stars. And we yeah. did get a little preview from Sam Rainbird in an upcoming episode that we'll put out in the next few days. Yeah. Um, he did give a little preview in that episode about the stars for, for this season, just right at the very end. Yeah. But, yep, so he's um, also in that side. Um, yep. The squads are pretty much full, but the Sixers haven't announced any, like, big changes, but they've lost the like of Mitchell Stark. They've still got... Um, the um, they've still got Carlos Bathwaite, James Vince, Jordan Silk. Yeah. Still it's pretty got settled side. Josh Philippi. Still a after decent side. Going in. back to back. Yeah. And um, the Thunder signed another Englishman, Saqib Muhammad. Okay. Uh, English. He's on the verge of the English side, I think. He's in the in- England line side. Who's playing in? To a match on Tuesday against okay. England. Yeah. And then um, the Scorchers, well, obviously the Thunder still got Kawaja, Hales, yeah. a few others. Um, and then the Scorchers have signed Peter Hatzoglou from the Renegades oh, yes. and Lance Morris, WA Quick. Yeah, okay. Yep. And that's real. Yeah. And and who are you expecting to be up towards the top this season? Do you think? Um, well, it's hard to pick. Si- I reckon. From here. I reckon the Sixers. Are, yeah, pretty settled yeah. side and, and very strong. Even after. the Hurricanes just missing out last year, but making finals in BBL and I'm BBL eight, BBL seven. Yeah, I think they'll do it again. Yeah. Okay. Be interesting who gets picked, and we won't talk about too much today. But obviously, a, a lot happened. Next with, week, um, we will. No, but I was going to say yeah. with Tim Payne, oh, yeah. stepping down as um, firstly as captain of Australia's Test side, but then in recent days, yeah. um, taking some leave from cricket, um, and we we feel for him. Mm-hmm. And we won't sort of get into that whole story, but um, with that happening. Obviously, a keeper's got to step into the test side, yeah. so it'd be interesting, you know, for instance, if that would, did happen to be Matthew Wade, then that leaves a bit of a yeah, hole well, in the hurricane side. between 
um, caring English. They're the you think? Yeah. Australia A squad. You'd expect one of them to get up into um into the test side, but I reckon it's Carey. I don't really see English making it. Carey's probably the safe choice, but he hasn't been in good form with the the red ball recently. But mm. anyway, it'll be interesting to see what happens there. And moving along, thanks very much for the preview, mate. So moving along to local cricket, and if we rewind a week ago, I scored some second grade cricket again, um, yeah. Clarence versus Newtown, and we had, just for something different last Saturday, we had some rain around, yeah. and we had some wet and, grounds. And now today, where Clarence have got the bye, it's actually about 20 degrees and... Not a cl- hardly cloud in the sky. Outside. Beautiful day for cricket, and of course, um, Clarence second grade and 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 the lower grades, third grade seventeens etc. have all got the bye this weekend. Yeah. Um, Murphy's law, but anyway, but last weekend we did manage after sitting around for four or five hours, we did manage to get a game away. We were supposed to have fifty overs aside. It was only twenty. Reduced to twenty after they um, had to let. Um, a couple of wet patches on the pitch and the outfield dry up. So, um, and the Newtown boys did a lot of work to help get that ground up and going. So well done to them. And then um, Clarence batted first and finished up nine for eighty nine off twenty overs. Which you would think Newtown would easily chase down. And that was really only thanks to say so up the top of the order, Damien Paul uh, hit a couple of sixes. sixes. Um, he's he's in form with his sixes lately. Yeah. And then down the order, some late hitting by Dan Meredith, three brother sixes. of Riley, um, hit three sixes. Um, one, um, we believe, might have hit someone's car. Yeah. And in the second innings, he actually it got, got that same bold, player out. I think bowled for LBW, a duck. LBW yeah, for a duck by Meredith. So uh, quite car. amusing. Yeah. Um, I hope the car's okay, of course. Yeah. Um, and one of those sixes also from Damien Paul managed to land on the lawn bowls green next door, oh. which is quite a big hit. Mm. But, uh, yeah, so they sort of stuttered their way to 9 for 89 and then um, came out and bowled out Newtown for 62. Yeah. So they did it easy in the end, really. Yeah. But that was really thanks to... So Dan Meredith, again, 1 for 8 off four overs. Yeah. Including a maiden in... A T20 game, effectively. Mm-hmm. Um, also, Adrian Ducatoy. Um, I think he got one for seven, maybe, off four overs. And um, the best figures, Jack Warner, four for seven off three overs. And he bowled very well. So those three bowlers and, and the others um, contributed to, yeah, bowl Newton mm-hmm. out for 82. But speaking of, so four for seven, our... Friend Pauf in the yeah. the women's first grade last weekend just yes. managed a lazy five for seven. Yeah, and yes, <laughs> what? And then in the second game, because in women's first grade they usually have two games. Back to back T20s. Ano- yeah, she got another wicket. Yep, pretty good day out for Pauf. And in the men's first grade uh, last um, weekend, so there a bunch of two get day games yeah. going on. So last weekend. Mac Wright's getting 143, which is really good. Some Hurricanes players in form because, um, obviously, McDermott, as we said earlier, smashing 100 and um, David having a good knock. So the And even um, Wright again. No, was it Wright? Yeah, who got that 50? In the... Um, Marsh one day card. That's right, yeah, So he did. he's in 
good form. Leading into Big Bash, yeah. And Clarence um, looked like a good day last week to get Newtown. Um, out for, well, well not quite out, but. 298 declared. Yeah, they so they. Um, yeah, they they look like they're in the game, but uh, we've been down there today, as we we mentioned earlier. And yeah. Unfortunately, um, yeah, Clarence first grade got bowled out for. One fifty three. One fifty three. And then they and followed on. on. Four for thirty six. Yeah, not not great. Mark was buying innings and something. There was a little highlight there with Sam Leon hitting mm. three sixes in a row. Yeah, sixty two. Um, he's actually performing better with the bat than he is with the ball, <laughs> even though he's, he's like a number eight or nine bat, batter, but, and bit he's a, a bowler. Bit of a Lawrence Neil Smith sort of <laughs> set up. Well, Lawrence Neil Smith has known for hitting, whereas, um, yeah, Sam Leon was not known for hitting. Well, he's now. <laughs> yeah, so um, not great sort of. Results there for Clarence yeah. first grade at the at the moment in the current game, but we'll see what plays out there this afternoon. Yeah. And regardless, hopefully they can bounce back next week. Mm-hmm. And um, we mentioned earlier the USA cricket side in the women's. Mm-hmm. Um, so they are over in Zimbabwe with our mate Pricey um, coaching. Tonight. Yeah, and they they had a bit of a heavy loss first up against Bangladesh. So this yeah. is in the qualifying tournament. So they do have the chance to get through the 50-over World Cup in New Zealand next year. And there's also um, some future tournaments that they can qualify for through this series. Um, so they had a heavy loss to Bangladesh. In their second game against Zimbabwe, um, who you expect to be strong being a traditional cricket nation, they had a bit of a heartbreaking mm. one-wicket loss in Zimbabwe. Especially being hosts as well. That's right. That's Zim- probably why they chose to be hosts. Zimbabwe chased them down, nine down. So, um, yeah. yeah, we'll see how they go this evening. Who are they playing, sorry? Um, West Indies, I think. Yeah, West so Indies. So I think there's like six or seven teams there. I think the USA are actually... Like the only non-cricketing nation because yeah. it's like the West Indies, Sri Lanka, Bangladesh, Zimbabwe. Pakistan, Zimbabwe. Yeah. So they are one of the probably the lowest ranks. So they've done well simply to get yeah. through, and hopefully they can not trap a couple of wins. Well, they would definitely the best be the best in North America and South America. That's right. Well, that's how they got through. They them, won the. None of them are traditional cricket nations. No, Canada's probably the only other yeah. one that. He's on par with US, but, yeah, that's how they got through, by winning the American um, series. So we'll we'll check in on that um, probably again next episode and see how they ended up. And we'll check in and and do a debrief on the WBBL final. Mm -hmm. And like you said, we'll be into BBL. BBL. Yeah. All right. Is there any other news we want to cover, Oliver? Um, Yeah. All right. Well, thanks for joining me. Um, Yeah, thanks for joining me and thanks for listening, guys. Thank you. Bye. Mm-hmm.